0: This Cigar Mile Day edition of the Notorious OTB on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Claim your risk-free bet up to $500 over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash rivers. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BetRivers. we also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets Today. Welcome everybody to the Notorious OTB brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And folks, as always, so good, baby baby. Hey. Uh, it was all a dream. We used to read Blood Horse Magazine. I got my Cuban links on. Yes, Cuban B. And I'm your host, Chase Sessoms, the Wolf of Oakland. I got ice all over my body, looking like a snowman. snowman. Big rocks in the grill, dancing like a slow jam. My chain's so heavy, I'm walking like an old man. Try me, you... Welcome. Welcome to the show. Got me a mid-sip there. God, Paul Wall, I thought I had more time. Ah, right. I told you. I told you I'd be back. You didn't believe me, I feel like. Silly you. You silly bitch. Of course. Of course I was going to be back because uh, tomorrow is Cigar Mile Day. I wasn't just going to give you a Turfway Friday night and then chunk the deuces with Cigar Mile coming up at Aqueduct. Uh, but here's what happened. I accidentally took way too much of my Adderall. So I'm a bit twacked out today. I'm past tweaked. I'm twacked. So I, I think that's the past tense of tweaked. Twacked. Tweaked, twacked, twucked. Maybe. I don't know. But I've been watching my clothes in the washing machine for way too long. So, the reason you thought I wasn't coming back, because there was a long time between the episodes. But, you know what? It's just because I was watching my whites. It's the real motherfucker about having terrible short-term memory and being prescribed powerful stimulants. Uh, As we all learned in college, you can't uneat it. Uh, I just completely forgot that I uh, took my earlier dose and then took a second dose so I am flying uh so if anyone has any suggestions for what to do when I tweak all evening please I am I am all ears because uh, I'm gonna need something to watch slash a uh, jigsaw puzzle or some shit to do anywho what are we talking about today we are talking about Saturday at Aqueduct, Cigar Mile Day. We're going to talk about the late pick five that kicks off in race six. Post time for that is going to be 2.17 Eastern, one seventeen God's Time, 11.17 AM, specific time zone. And this is a tough little sequence. You know why? We've got four graded stakes races in this pick five. Uh, there's an all stakes pick four contained within it. Uh, that's got the the Grade Two Demoiselle. We've got the Grade Three Go for Wand, which feels like Wand is a person who has an assistant, and the assistant is answering his calls like Go for Wand. Um, we've got the Remsen. That's right. Kentucky Derby points are up for it, and then of course the signature race. Uh, it's a big one in these parts. Uh, the Cigar Mile, a Grade Two. Now, you might be asking me, Hi, hey, Wolf of Oakland. Did you have a strategy for the sequence? Of course. Of course I did. I try not to go into anything without a a strategy. That's not true. My wife will tell you that's 100% not true. Uh, But here's what I thought, which was this sequence feels like it could chalk out, so I'm not going to force it. I'm going to accept the chalk where I have to and go against when I can't like my friend Mark uh, Capitan, who I mean, worth pointing out, he finished 16th in the Breeders' Cup Betting Challenge. Uh, like he always says, play play the card you get, not the card you want. You can't just imagine up all these scenarios because it's what you want to happen. Uh, I remember talking to Jonathan Kinchen one time, and he was talking about how he would much rather bet what he knows is going to happen versus what he wishes he's going to happen. And so that's what I'm trying to do here. Is I'm trying to make sure that I, I'm being realistic, and I'm going with what I think I know is going to happen versus what I I, I think is going to happen. Uh, And if it's chalky, it's chalky. Now, with that being said, the whole play the card, you get thing, not the card you want kind of cuts two ways. I also can't force any singles here. If these races are so competitive that there's no way I can single, that's fine. You don't always have to try to force a single. I know there's a lot of pressure on people with their ticket construction Uh, If you post your tickets on Twitter or whatever, there's always someone's going to say something about how it's constructed, where you should have left this off and just did that. Whatever, you know? Not every situation is the exact same, so you got to play him different. And I mean, even it's the smart play to toss the chalk and play the single, going too deep in most of these races, I think is going to get the job done. So I'm going to stay pretty skinny. Not gonna force any singles. And I'm gonna take my shots where I feel like I have shots. And there's only really a couple places to do it on this card, if we're being honest here. So why not jump off into it? It's the first of the month, folks. Let's make that money. Race six, seven furlongs, $90,000. It's a non-winner of one-something. I'm not your condition, Reader. You get the past performances. You reach your own conditions. Uh, and it is an allowance. Uh, it's the only non-graded stakes or even stakes race on the card uh, to lead it off. Fortunately, this isn't like a maiden special weight or a maiden claiming race. And also, fortunately, I feel like uh, I got an angle here. And I can single without forcing it. Um, yes, yeah, I'm singing. I-, I want a mango. You want to mingle. Yeah. This is a clear-cut case of low and early speed at a track with one of the most passive jockey colonies in the country. And if you just know me, you know that low and early speed is a dirty little pig boy angle. Little pig boy. (laughs) Can I get the definition? Little pig boy. He's that pathetic, dirty bitch baby mistress gets to stand on. Stand all over me, mistress, with that lone early speed. And the good news is, if I miss with this single, what I always say, it's the first leg. That's why God made pick fours. So, without further ado, here's the single. It's the three, overstep at two to one. Like I said, this is lone early speed in this race and exactly the kind of horse I love to single and want to single. What does it mean by, what do I mean by the exact kind of horse that I love to single and want to single? This is a horse that does not need anyone else to make its trip. This horse is going to make its own trip, and it's going to run its own race. That's the problem with singling horses like closers. Listen, this comes back to a soapbox that I've been on for a few weeks now. It's hard to single a closer. You know why? It's reliant on other people to set a pace for it to close into. Overstep is just faster than everyone else, and I expect to go out to the front, run faster, and hold. That's the horse I would rather single. Now, the concern is that the horse is showing sort of an A B A B sort of pattern. But even a B performance, if it's on par with the other B performances it's had in its past performance, is fast enough to win this race. Overstep could control this pace the whole way around, and and the cutback of a furlong should, you know, shouldn't cause any trouble for overstep. In fact, it should help overstep out quite a bit. So I I think you're you're in, no muss, no fuss. Uh, Before you get to the stakes races with a a smooth, easy single with a three overstep in race six. Now, moving on, let's talk about the first stakes race on the card. Race seven, the nine furlong, two hundred fifty thousand dollar demoiselle stakes. It's a Grade two. This is another race where it appears that there is a complete dearth of early speed. And the only two that might remote, you know, there are only two horses that might remotely want the front. And I think that the best strategy is to take both of them, quite honestly. If one misses the break or has bad luck at the gate, then then the other is loose on the lead uncontested. And like we just said, a horse loose on the lead all alone. Little pig boy. You heard the man. When I capped the race, I was certain that one of these choices would be the chalk. But as you're about to find out, I was pleasantly surprised with what i saw as the morning line prices so let's jump into it let me give you my selections here for the second race race seven the demoiselle it's going to be the four most of all at 15 to one this is who i project to be clear on the lead early in controlling this pace uh an impeccably bred horse for godolphin and bill mott which uh we all know uh go dolphin because that my dolphin is say this say go dj I'm actually so shocked at this price that I am 100% certain that this price gets cut at least in half. At least in half. I'm not sure where the money flows exactly, but the fact that this is 15 to 1, it stinks a little bit. It stinks a little bit, but I really like this horse. Um, And like I said, this is most likely to be your horse on the lead. It's nine furlongs going two turns at Aqueduct on the main track. And boy, do I love... Inwardly draw speed. That's going to be the four most of all. And then I'm using the six, Caress at 12 to 1. Now, if I was shocked at the at the morning line price for most of all, I am baffled by the morning line price of Caress actually being shorter than most of all, but still 12 to 1. Caress is the only other horse I could find that might make the lead early here. And at this price, at these prices, it actually is just smart to take both of these horses. I'm not doing myself any disservice by putting a 15 to 1. And a 12 to 1 on the ticket. Speaking of tickets, something you don't need a ticket for our friends at Bet Rivers. It's because we're brought to you today by Bet Rivers. Bet Rivers is available in over 14 states plus Ontario, Canada. Bet Rivers has some of the best live betting markets in the space. Their betting menu is second to none, including a ton of props. Depositing and withdrawing is super easy on Bet Rivers. Hey, my Bet Rivers play of the day? Tomorrow, you better jump on UNLV money line in their conference championship game, the Mountain West. Sign up using our link to get a risk-free bet up to $500. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash betrivers. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash rivers. Problem gambling? Call 1-800-GAMBLING. All right, time for a little rehydration interlude. Yo, I just bought a dinosaur like Nicholas Cage. Uh, hey, what happened? Hey, what's going on? Moving on. We are into the hump day leg of this ticket. It's the eight furlong, $200,000 go for wand a grade three. It's another race where I think that there's a likely winner and a horse of a similar style and that I want to be covered to and love at a price. After two straight races where we could possibly be in lone early speed territory, we finally find a contested pace for one of these races that sets up well for a horse to come from off the pace. I have a long shot that I love. Then a much shorter priced. Oh, I will fairly say likely winner, but I'll explain why I think this is more the likely winner. Uh, but I'm still going with the, this one as my top pick. Uh, and it's going to be number one saddle up. Jesse at 10 to one. Uh Saddle Up Jesse is a great price for a horse that's going to catch a trip on what I think should be a hot rail and have a pace setup. If this horse had been running at other Naira tracks, it would be much shorter priced. But you're getting a premium on this one due to the fact that it's shipping from a mid-Atlantic circuit and Laurel. This horse should sit a great trip, pocket trip, stalking, getting ready to have first run. And if that rail opens up, Entering the turn, look out for Saddle Up Jesse at a big price to maybe get this job done. Now, let's talk about who the most likely winner is and why they're the most likely winner. And it's going to be the seven. Good Sam at five to two. Now, worth pointing out that this is a other Chad. Little pig boy. (laughs) And it's owned by Peter Brandt who I always mention uh, when he wears his little linen outfits that he reminds me of the guy who builds Jurassic park in the first film of the franchise Jurassic park. I believe the name was the reason I think this is your most likely winner is I think that there's going to be some team tactics tactics at play here uh, between the two uh, Chad Brown entries, one for Claire and this one, good Sam for Peter Brandt. And I think that I rad here, Likely pulls this horse a little further off the pace than usual while Jose sends for Seth Clarivic to the front, just willy nilly to burn out other horses here. And I, I think talent wise, it's the most likely winner, but maybe not on trip and bias wise. Now, what do I mean by that? I, I was watching today's results. If you just look through, going by my post position, you still have to do your du- due diligence with these, these, uh, you know, Assuming there's a bias just by the post positions that win. So I'm going to go ahead and look into this, but I'm assuming that there might be one because I did see a lot of twos, threes, ones that were getting up and winning or finishing on the board. Uh, say there was a big favorite that was from the outside post. Yeah, that horse might win, but you still had these horses that were inside that were hitting the, you know, hitting the board at, at good prices. Um, I think at that seven post, this horse might kind of be up against It might kind of get hung wide. Uh, even if he does have team tactics working with him. And also, let's just go ahead and say, though, it's always good policy to bet the more longer priced Ortiz. Take from that what you will. That's all I'm saying. I'm not a, I'm not saying, I'm just saying. Never a bad policy to take the longer priced Ortiz. <laughs> all right. Moving on. Talking Kentucky Derby points because those are on the line in race nine, the nine furlong, $250,000 rims and stakes, a grade two. And when it comes to two turn racing in the winter at Aqueduct, I'm a dirty, dirty little pig boy uh, for the speed, for the inwardly drawn speed. Uh, It led me to two horses here. And uh, I have a feeling that a lot of people are going to be on these two horses. Now, I've been playing tickets previously where if i use the chalk i toss another horse say i have chalk and second choice well i'll toss the chalk i'll take the second choice well i have i think what's the chalk and also second or third choice here i'm using both of them you know why because i haven't had to go deep anywhere else on the ticket we want to talk about value i mean this ticket spoiler is going to be 16 bucks do i really need to toss the chalk to save money on a 16 dollar ticket even at 16 dollars I can up the base and press that two times. I can press it three, four times. That's fine. Or I can roll for 50 cents, have a $16 ticket, and use both these horses and not worry about what Inside the Pylons thinks about me. me. So I use the three. Uh, doorknock at five to two. I, I love that Dornock already faced winners here. Uh, a lot of these two-year-old horses who are, uh, exactly, I believe, believe 31 days away from their three, their birthday. Uh, they, they broke their maiden. And then the connections were like, Hey, this one might be good in stakes races. Well, the two horses that I've picked out actually have experience facing winners before. That's huge. These horses learn things every single time that they step out onto the track. Uh, I love that Dornock faced winners in the sapling at, at Monmouth before breaking the maiden last out. So even before he broke the maiden, they had this horse facing winners. This one should be on the lead from the jump and just completely controlling this pace early. Next one I'm going to use is the four Moonlight at 9-2. to two. Uh, Moonlight should be sitting right off of Dornock's hip and be very forwardly placed like Dornock, this one has experience facing winners uh and like i said on two turns at aqueduct it always seems like the horse that can break like a shot get out to the lead hit the rail just seems to cruise around uh or the horse that's stalking right next to him is able to to get up late so that's kind of what i'm anticipating with Dornock going to the front moonlight sitting off the hip and either one of those two end up taking it home uh in this race in the rims and getting the Kentucky Derby points. Who knows? Maybe springboarding their career. We don't know yet. We'll find out. Here we go. Moving on to the finale, the fifth race. I told you I was twacked guys. I'm flying through this right now, just at lightning speed because I just can't stop. I want to talk. I want to talk about everything. Just keep talking. Just talk. You want to talk? Keep talking about things. Um, I apologize for all the, uh, all the being twacked guys, but you know, you know how it is. Um, Race 10, eight furlongs, $500,000, the cigar mile handicap, a grade two. And I bought myself the luxury of being able to spread by keeping it thin early. So I'm going to do exactly that in this leg, despite the feeling that I know who will win this race. I do have a, a pick that is a, a top pick and hopefully if one of these horses win though any of them win we win the kind of money the kind of generational wealth that lets us say things like this hide the money y'all there's poor people around (laughs) with your broke ass (laughs) all right here we go here are my selections and i'm going to start off with the top choice and who i think is the likely winner of this race it's ever so mischievous four to one Brad Cox entry should get the dream trip sitting in the pocket behind a mad dash for the lead and a hot opening quarter. That's what I'm anticipating is a hot opening quarter and a mad dash for the lead. And then Everso mischievous to be sitting a pocket trip on what could be a good rail. And I think if Everso sits chilly and waits for a spot to open up on the rail, could be this horse's race to lose. Very, very excited to see how Everso mischievous looks tomorrow. Next one's going to be the three Senior Buscador at seven to two. Now, this one will be able to save ground on the rail. Everyone's going. That is not what Senior Buscador does. Senor Buscador comes from way off the pace. Don't be surprised if this horse is like 15 back whenever they hit the first call. That's kind of what it tried to do in the, uh, the Breeders' Cup Classic. That's right. This one's dropping out of the Breeders' Cup Classic to the Cigar Mile. And uh it didn't really run that race. It let the race get too far out ahead of it. And it also had an extra, you know, couple furlongs to play with. Not going to have that here. So well, I do see a meltdown, and whenever I see a meltdown coming, I want to take I want to throw a run style at the problem, put all the closers I possibly can into the equation, and hope that that means that I'll be able to uh, to get one of them home, releasing multiple salmon upstream. So we are using the three senior boosted the next one is going to be the seven, three technique at eight to one. And just for the record, I hate this fucking horse. I hate this, I hate this horse so much. Three take. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you have noises that you make when you hate people, but that's, that's my, oh, it's a very uh, player ha- haters ball kind of noise. I know, but I'm not going to apologize for it. Uh, And just literally, I'm using any horse I think that has a chance here. And that even includes the nine castle chaos at 30 to one castle chaos. It's another one of the close stalkers kind of like ever so mischievous that should be able to sit in position to get first run at the early speed. It's not going to let this race get too far out ahead of it, which is a big deal, especially when the track should be drying out a little bit and speed could be carrying a little bit more, especially at this point in the day. The track's probably pretty close to drying out and it's probably pretty close, probably turning into a conveyor belt a little bit. So it's good that we've been playing early speed, I guess I'm telling you. Uh, If not ever so mischievous, I mean, Castle Chaos has gets the trip now is she fast enough i don't necessarily think so but have crazier things happen yes do i want to be alive to a 30 to 1 in the last leg yes a million times yes so i will be taking the nine castle chaos that's two three seven nine in the final leg and that's our ticket now before i round up my ticket here for you. Got to get a word in for you from our friends, uh, like our good friends at Underdog Fantasy. As a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long, NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, and college football, simply pick a higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. My favorite underdog pick him for today's show? I am a simp for C.J. Stroud. I'm going higher on his passing yards. So, watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or fantasy uh, mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. And we're also brought to you by those good nerds at Hall of Fame Bets who implore you, win bigger by betting smarter. This NFL season with Hall of Fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props and game lines. Research every NFL, ABA and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame bets, revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hits rate hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay sort out, All players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. Ooh, there we go. And I need to get myself another little rehydration Interlude in. All right, so let's wrap up this ticket here. This ended up being uh, spoiled, and I apologize. Of course, uh, a sixteen dollar ticket at the fifty cent base. First leg, we went with the Stone Cold single on the three. Second leg, two deep with the four six. Third leg, three deep with the one seven. Fourth leg, three or two deep with the three four. And last leg, we spread out ultra-wide because we stayed really skinny leading up to this. Four-wide, two, three, seven, nine. $16 ticket at the 50-cent base. Huh. Play, it, play it two or three times. You know, have a couple hours of fun. That's going to do it for us here this week and for this show. What is next week? Holy God, it's Oaklawn. I'm sur- it's back already. I never would have thought. And guess what? There's rain in the forecast. Who, who also would have thought? This guy, this guy. I can't, I can't say not me. No, this guy thought it. Uh, because that just seems to be all always how ha- how it happens. But always remember, the sun always shines on Oakland Park. That's gonna do it for me here at the Notorious OTB. I will catch you back next week with much less gusto and vigor whenever I take not an overdose of modification. We'll see you next week. Bye.